The OHSU Board of Directors recently approved a $3.1 billion budget for fiscal year 2019. In the budget, revenue is projected to rise 6%. It's Tuesday, July 3rd, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. I sat down with Lawrence Fernstahl, Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of OHSU, to discuss the FY19 budget. So last week, the OHSU Board of Directors approved OHSU's budget for fiscal year 2019. What is the overall budget this year? Well, um, the revenue is projected to rise by 6% to $3.1 billion. Um, That's both uh, a record in terms of total revenue and a a pretty strong growth rate. Um, Then we're expected to generate off that revenue a um, operating income, bottom line, if you will, of about 3% or $115 million. And as you know, we use this to invest in capital, facilities, equipment, and program for the future. So what are some of the key highlights of this year's budget? Well, um, there's a national environment, and then there are all the things that we're doing in Oregon and at OHSU to um, deal with that national environment. The national environment um, is slowing payment rate growth. So another way of thinking about that is that if we did exactly the same next year as we did this year, saw the same patients, taught the same students, did the same research, how much more would we get in revenue? Um, And approximately that's about 2% then that compares to how much it would cost us uh, to do exactly the same amount of work uh, in exactly the same proportions if we did it exactly the same way. And that's three or three and a half percent. So you can see on a $3 billion um, budget that would very quickly uh, erode the operating income of the university and we'd have less and less money uh, to invest in our future. Uh, So that's the national environment and we are seeing that in health sciences universities um, and in academic health centers uh, around the United States. So we're doing several things here at OHSU. One is that we're continuing to grow um, and that requires uh, the investments in facilities and in programs we've made in prior years. So for example, uh, in the final third of the fiscal year we're budgeting for next fiscal year, we'll open Um, CHH2, uh, which will be a significant increase in our ambulatory care capacity, and will also freeze some inpatient beds that are now um, being used for outpatient services, uh, and that will allow us to grow as we go into the end. Um, We are also uh, uh, opening the night cancer research facilities, um, uh, as well as um, some other um, uh, uh, facilities that we have put in place over the last um, couple years uh, that are minor uh, in scope. Uh, and that will allow us to grow. Growth helps if we're um, if we can grow without adding dollar for dollar costs. In other words, if we can get larger in scale and spread our fixed costs among a bigger base. So that's a, a key strategy. Um, the next strategy is accelerate OHSU, which is looking at how we do business. Um, everything from um, uh, how we manage the university in terms of um, uh, the number of um, the number of administrators we have, to how we buy goods, to how we collect bills, um, to uh, HR policies, uh, really across the board, we've looked at that. Um, and we expect to find about $40 million of savings uh, next in next year's budget. Some of that is one time, but $25 million will continue, and then we hope to uh, double that and then increase it further uh, in out years. 
Uh, and then finally, we've worked with uh, the state of Oregon um, in order to increase the special funding that we get as Oregon's uh, only public health, health sciences university and um, academic health center. Uh, and that's given us um, between 25 and $30 million a year incremental money uh, through the federal Medicaid match program, uh, what we call IGT. Um, and that allows us to, f um, to free funds to support research and education. So really it is across the board, we're looking at every opportunity to increase activity, to increase revenue, and to, and to hold costs um, as tight as we can in order to build our programs and invest in the future. You mentioned Accelerate OHSU. Uh, I know that a lot of those initiatives are already underway. Um, what has kind of been done to date versus what you expect to happen next fiscal year? Well, um, I think in any large um, university or academic health center like OHSU, um, we uh, are very good at, at growing, um, and but every time we grow and add, we have to look at all the things we're doing and how we do it and make sure we prune at the same time we grow. Um, that's a, a challenging and difficult thing, but um, with some outside help and a great deal of engagement uh, by faculty and staff from throughout the university, we've found um, uh, uh, ways to reduce layers um, uh, in our organization and to simplify our processes. Um, we're also looking uh, for every business process, for example, how we buy goods and services across the university, whether that's in patient care or education or in research, um, how we can um, do that in the most cost-effective way possible. Uh, so there's a whole variety we really um, tried to uh, leave no stern, uh, stone unturned um, as we went across the university in that process. I think it's fair to say that um, the external group, uh, uh, Euron, was the, was the main one, uh, but we've also used two others, one called Vizient and another called Whitecap. When they looked at OHSU, um, they confirmed that we had already uh, addressed all the low-hanging fruit uh, and that we were now going into the medium levels and even the, uh, the stretch levels of, uh, of opportunity. Um, so some of the things we are doing uh, will take uh, more than um, uh, a couple of years um, to implement. Another example is that uh, among uh, unclassified um, uh, UA uh, employees, um, uh, administrators, for example, uh, we're moving from a, a more traditional um, vacation sick um, um, to a, a more um, uh, 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 contemporary, if you will, uh, paid time off system. Um, and we think that will um, uh, uh, save costs as well. So we're really looking um, across the board on this. You talked about the margin and, and as well as opening of CHH2 and KCRB and mm -hmm. some of the, the things that it pays for. Could, could you talk about maybe some other examples of the types of things that are funded through that so that people kind of have a sense of, of why that's so important? Uh, sure. So um, to give you an example, um, uh, if you just uh, go back several years, in 2014, we opened um, the Collaborative Life Sciences Building, now the Robertson Life Science Building, uh, the largest academic building in the state of Oregon, uh, which has state-of-the-art simulation for the teaching of our students, uh, as well as the continuing education of uh, clinicians from around the state, uh, as well as um, bringing together faculty and students from uh, OHSU, across its schools and Portland State University and the universe, um, Oregon State University and the College of Pharmacy. So that's an example on the educational 
uh, um, front and the the simulation center there is really world class. That was um, funded in large part uh, through the operating uh, income of the university. An example in research is that we we, uh, recently won a national competition by the National Institutes of Health to get one of three national centers um, for cryo-electron microscopy. This is a very cutting-edge technique uh, that allows us to image um, uh, biological samples down to the molecular level. Um, we, um, w- one of them was awarded by a, a, a coalition of institutions in New York, uh, the se- a second one uh, to Stanford University, and we got the third. Um, it's fair to say that Stanford University has um, significantly more resources and a, uh, a bigger endowment um, than OHSU does, uh, and that we were able to compete head-on and win one of these um, uh, you know, in competition that included Stanford and other uh, great national uh, private universities. Um, that all was because we were able to put our own capital in. We got $35 million uh, from the federal government there, but we matched it with $15 million approximately of our own money uh, for equipment and uh, for renovation. So that's a second example. Um, a third example is that we're beginning the design of an expansion of our inpatient hospital uh, here on the Hill on the um, uh, on the site where the old school dentistry is, which, which you can now see has been... Uh, uh, nicely cleaned up um, and uh, allowing a nice footprint uh, both for the expansion of the KCI Institute, which is being funded by GIFTS, uh, and then for what we hope to be an expansion uh, of the inpatient uh, bed capacity uh, and, a, and, a, and a modernization of our uh, uh, women's and children's program and our NICU at OHSU. Those are just some examples uh, across our missions uh, of why it's important to, to make a margin on OHSU. It's also important to note, to give you a sense of this, um, that the operating income of $115 million that we budgeted represents only about 3% uh, of the revenues or the total scale of the budget of OHSU. Uh, so that's three cents on every dollar of, uh, of um, throughput of OHSU that we're trying to generate for investment in the future. In your presentation to the board, you talked about uh, PERS a little bit. Can you talk about what OHSU is doing to manage our portion of the PERS unfunded liability? Um, yes. Uh, as you um, may know from the, the newspaper, the um, across the state of Oregon, PERS employ, um, employers have uh, an unfunded liability uh, in the range of about $20 billion. Um, uh, and then there's money uh, that various employers have either borrowed or, or saved to put against that uh, that liability. Our share of that unfunded actuarial liability is at $500 million. Um, to put that in perspective, all of the external debt, all the bonds on the, on the buildings of OHSU is a billion dollars. So half a billion dollars for the pension um, liability is, is fully half of our external um, bond debt at OHSU. Under the rules that the PERS board sets for all PERS employers, uh, including OHSU, we are paying that $500 million off over a 20-year amortization period at an assumed interest rate of 7.2%. So you can roughly think about that as a $500 million 20-year mortgage at a 7.2% interest rate. That's a a pretty heavy um, interest rate. And if... um, one is familiar with a, with a home mortgage. Um, uh, what happens in the first 10 years is you're paying mostly interest, um, and it's only in the second 10 years or as you get towards the end of the uh, loan period that you start um, knocking down the principal, and exactly the same thing is true in our PERS liability. So what we're trying to do is um, uh, generate some incremental um, um, 
cash flow, some in- incremental savings, and pay off that PERS liability faster than the 20-year period. We'll have to pay it off anyways, um, uh, and we're paying it off at uh, seven plus percent interest rate. So the extent that we can pay it off um, sooner uh, it would be just like if you had a, a mortgage and you were able to make extra um, uh, uh, payments against the mortgage. Uh, in the long run, you save um, a great deal of interest cost, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, the state legislature in the February um, session. Uh, uh, passed a law that the governor uh, signed that gave new tools for us to do that, um, uh, basically an ability for large employers like us to make um, prepayments in a particularly uh, flexible way. So we're taking advantage uh, of those new tools the legislature has has given us. Um, And we made a uh, $10 million payment, uh, prepayment, again, against the $500 million uh, at the um, end of the fiscal year uh, last week. Um, and we expect to make a, at least a second uh, $10 million payment in the current fiscal year. We had already put aside $15 million, so that would be a $15, $25, 35000000 million. Um, uh, and it's, um, it's a start, um, but um, uh, like all, um, uh, all such things, uh, the, the, more you can, um, uh, the faster you can pay it, uh, the less interest you end up paying in the end. Uh, it was almost exactly one year ago that I sat here and, and talked to you about the budget for FY18. And uh, one of the things we talked about was everyone's favorite topic, parking. I was wondering if you have any updates in that regard. Um, well, um, uh, last in the budget we just ended, fiscal year 18, uh, we put aside, again, out of the earnings um, uh, of the university, uh $15 million towards a long-term parking, but really think about it as transportation demand management uh, efforts. Uh, we, so we put that $15 million aside. We put another $7.5 million aside in the budget uh, for fiscal year 19 uh, that the board just, uh, just approved. Um, and um, the, the, there is a multidisciplinary team uh, working across the university at a whole set of um, opportunities to improve transportation, and including parking, but other options uh, to and from um, OHSU. Uh, there's no magic bullet. Uh, I don't think it would surprise anyone uh, to say um, on this, uh, you know, with the total scale of the university growing about 6% a year, our headcounts growing three to three and a half percent a year, uh, and that um, you know we have a long uh, unmet parking demand now, um, so um, it is a it is a challenging issue, and it's going to require a lot of creative different uh, um, solutions. Uh, the role in the budget is to put aside um, a, um, an increasing amount of money so that as new opportunities, whether that be uh, a parking garage perhaps or um, uh, other options um, become available that we have funding uh, available to start them. I know that fiscal year 2018 just ended, but uh, is there anything you can share kind of about preliminary results from this last budget? Um, Well, we know some things. We have financial results, um, as I reported uh, to the board through May, so that's 11 months. Um, The last month is always a big month, so uh, we count on it being a big month, so um, we don't really have those results in. 
uh, but on a budget of 100, uh, an annual budget uh, where we were targeting, again, about a 3% margin or a $100 million bottom line, uh, we were running about $29 million above budget. So that's good. Uh, and it would put us, if we held that through June 30th, uh, about where we were in the prior fiscal year. Um, again, about that 129-ish uh, million dollars. Um, not uh, my own sense is that that would be probably at the high end of the of the um, of the range as we close the books. But um, as we can see, we can see a couple things um, day by day already. One is the aggregate activity uh, in the hospital, which ended uh, the month very strong. The other is we can see the cash in our bank account uh, every day, and that also ended the year pretty strong. Uh, so so far, all all um, uh, uh, signs are that we ended the year. Um, above our target and, uh, you know, in the range of where we were in the prior um, fiscal year, fiscal year 17. And that represents tremendous effort uh, by faculty and staff across the university, really in every major unit of um, OHSU, to uh, find new sources of revenue and to hold expenses um, as tight as uh, could possibly be done. So, so far I can see a, a good job. So that sounds... Uh pretty different than how we were a little bit earlier in this year. Um, and I just wanted to kind of talk about that because I think sometimes when we end up ending strong, then it kind of seems like, well, what was the problem? But um, uh, you know, can you maybe talk about some of the adjustments we made along the way in order to get here? Um, sure. Uh, well, I mean, the reason we look at our finances, um, not only quarter by quarter, but month by month, and in some cases, day by day, is that we're um, we're subject to a, a significant amount of volatility, and every one of our um, uh, lines of uh, of revenue and every one of our lines of expense. Um, so nothing can be taken uh, for granted, and the three percent margin uh, that I spoke about is really quite thin uh, on a huge base, uh, and we are very subject to not only um, market forces. Um, but also public policy forces, uh, not only here in Oregon, but, uh, but in Washington. Um, that's everything from a potential um, repeal and replace of the Affordable Care Act, which so far has been uh, put off, but uh, is probably, we haven't heard the, uh, the end to it, to proposals to cut the NIH budget, um, which again has been um, uh, somewhat uh, um, uh, fought off um, in Congress so far, to what's happening to the economy. Uh, so all of those forces um, are uh, are um, uh, are uh, impacting OHSU. Uh, as we go through the year, um, uh, we saw this year, as we have in some of our prior years, um, uh, um, uh, expenses rising faster than revenues in a number of significant areas in the university. Uh, so we had to make sure that um, other areas of the university could withhold uh, spending as, as much as possible into those that were um, a little bit out of whack got back into, into shape, uh, which I'm glad to, um, um, to say um, uh, did happen. Uh, it's not um, wonderful that we are in, uh, have to um, uh, manage so tightly, and one of the um, objectives of um, Accelerate OHSU uh, is to um, build additional cushion uh, into our budget so that we're not um, uh, so uh, thinly dependent on month-to-month um, uh, -month results uh, because we understand that when we um, have to take our foot off the accelerator and put it on the brake, it has significant impacts on programs across the university. 
I mean, another example, what we did in this budget uh, is that we doubled the contingency within the health system. Uh, that's the amount we set aside just in case we don't hit all of our targets. Uh, but that lowered the income within the health system, and thus we had to lower the capital expenditures within the health system. So uh, there are no free lunches here. There are always, always trade-offs. Um, uh, but uh, it is because we are managing with um, our eye on the road and um, our, our hands firmly on the steering wheel that uh, we don't end up um, uh, off budget uh, by year end, and we we can hit our, our overall margin uh, targets uh, and, and continue to fund investments in the future. Do you think with those adjustments, uh, with the additional contingency and some of the Accelerate OHSU work that um, kind of some of these cost containment uh, adjustments throughout the year, we'll see less and less of that? Well, our, our hope is that by um, taking a longer view and doing um, – uh, perhaps harder but more structural, deeper changes um, uh, with more of a, um, uh, a runway uh, in front of us that we don't have to do um, uh, such um, sudden, uh, immediate sort of stopping of expenditures. That said, the underlying environment where our expenses are rising 3 to 3.5% 3 a year and our revenues are rising maybe 2% a year, that's continuing. So the underlying issue... Um, is the same, uh, and again, we are not alone in that um, across the country, and that hasn't gone away. Um, the other thing I would say is that we are now in the second largest economic expansion in the United States history since the Civil War, um, and we don't know how long that will last. Um, uh, and um, you know, we also know that when um, the economy goes into recession, often the growth of revenues uh, slow significantly. So, you know, it's uh, that's why we keep our your, our eye on the road going forward very closely. Is there anything else that you would like the OHSU community to know about OHSU's finances? Um, only that the budget is a team sport. Um, I'm uh, honored to be able to get up and uh, present um, the the proposed budget for our board's consideration uh, and then report on all of the results. Um, but I'm just uh, the front uh, person there doing that. Um, it is um, all 16,000 faculty and staff of OHSU across every school, um, institute, center, uh, um, administrative department across the health system uh, and their efforts every single day uh, that make us achieve um, uh, the, the good results we have continually achieved year after year. And it's those good results. Um, they're not numbers for numbers' sake. They're not uh, um, financial results uh, because we have stockholders. Um, uh, our uh, owners, if you will, are the people of Oregon. Um, our job is to improve their health and well-being by continuing to invest in the future. Well, thank you very much for your time. Thanks. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by me. I'm Patrick Holmes. See you next week.